Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of Di Serrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now, as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that. From actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Hey, baking friends. I hope you guys are having an amazing day wherever you are listening to this. If you are a home baker, chances are at some point in time in your business, you have had or you struggle with shiny object syndrome. And I want to talk about it today because when we talk about our baking business, as far as marketing our business and growing our business and advertising our business and showing up in our business and being consistent in our business. As a home bakery business coach, I have spoke to hundreds of bakers over the years. And one thing I can tell you is that a lot of times some bakers struggle because they'll come to me and they'll say, chef, I have an idea to do this. I would like to do that. Or, well, I haven't done anything because I have so many ideas. And usually what happens is that when people have a Rolodex of ideas, when people are sitting on certain thoughts, when they're looking at certain things that don't necessarily align with the direction that they said they initially wanted to start in their business, nine times out of 10, it's because they have shiny object syndrome. Now I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. Is shiny object syndrome like real? Is that really a thing? How does that apply to me? But hear me out. It is very much real. And a lot of times it can come to distract you and to take you off purpose. And sometimes we think, well, I have all these amazing ideas. So clearly something in me is designed to win. Like clearly I'm just one step away from my breakthrough because all these ideas keep coming to me. And while that is true, if you continue to get shiny object syndrome and you don't act on the ideas that you already have, or if you're starting an idea, but you're never finishing it to the end, then it really doesn't matter if you never actually reach your end goal. And so I wanted to share with you guys the definition and go ahead and read it to you. You would be surprised what the definition of shiny object syndrome actually is. So shiny object syndrome is a continual state of distraction brought on by an ongoing belief that there is something new worth pursuing. It often comes at the expense of what's already planned or underway. It's actually rooted in a childhood phenomenon of always wanting a new toy, even if your current toy is just fine. When I was getting ready to write this out to talk about this on today's show, I thought, wow, like the first few words just hit me. And I don't know about you, if you're listening to this, screenshot me and tag me on Instagram while you're listening or leave a comment on YouTube. But just the very few words, a continual state of distraction. 
brought on by an ongoing belief. So how exactly can you tell if you have shiny object syndrome? Well, here's a few things that I want you to pay attention to. Number one, if you're a baker and you feel like, man, this might be me or this might be something I struggle with. First things first, don't get upset at yourself. We're all here to learn. Just start to realize that as you work through your business and as you grow in your business, you just don't want this to be a distraction. I'm a believer, and I know a lot of times we think as believers, when we think of something new, when we see something new, when we think, oh, I can do that, that it might be a gift from God, an idea from above or the universe or whatever you believe in. But like I like to tell people, whether you believe it or not, God isn't the only one that sends blessings. Sometimes the enemy can come for a reason and on purpose to throw you off course when you're walking just fine. And I believe for a lot of people, that's what shiny object syndrome is. So how can you tell exactly how to know if you have shiny object syndrome and how to get over it? The first thing is, let me ask you, are you playing bullfrog? You remember the little game when we were young and you might not know, but bullfrog is where you're you're staying in one place and then you hop over someone else and then you're staying in one place and then you hop over someone else. What happens is that you created a business. You said, okay, I'm going to be the macaroon lady. I'm going to be the pie lady. I'm going to be the pound cake lady. And then maybe you open up social media and you see a post. I'm going to give a perfect example because it goes to my next step. Young lady has viral brookies, which she now ships all around the country. And you think, oh, wait, I could do brookies. So now instead of being the person that she said you are, you bullfrog, you hop. Okay, well, I could do this too. Okay, well, I could do this too. And then when you begin to start to do something, because you don't see traction, and because you don't see action and because you don't see growth in the way that you feel other people are growing. Remember, it said a belief. What I realized with a lot of bakers is that when you see people on social media or when we see people go viral, we have this belief in our mindset that, well, it just happened overnight. I mean, they just showed up, they made one post and bam, their business took off. And so one of the reasons that we play bullfrog is because when we're not happy with the results that we're seeing in our own lane, we want to hop and do something that's more shiny, do something that we feel will get us results quicker. One of the ways I like to refer to this is, especially since I'm a believer, but it's not my will, but God's will. So when we feel like the will of our life, the will of our business, the growth that we feel we are entitled to have is not happening soon enough, then it's kind of a, well, now my God, not God's will, but my will. So I'm just going to hop over here. And then that's usually where shiny object syndrome takes place. If you feel like you're always playing bullfrog and you're hopping from one thing to another thing. The next way to know if you have shiny object syndrome is if you find yourself comparing versus clapping. I gave the example of the young lady with the brookies, and I'm going to bring that example up again because that young lady is actually my student. She's very 
amazing. She's an amazing woman. She's an amazing baker. Her name is Demetria. And we've had Demi on the podcast before. And I remember a couple of years back when Demi went viral, she actually did go viral. She had made these brookies, which are the combination of a brownie and a cookie. And she put the post out there. And it just so happens that this one particular time, she changed the shape. Normally, you might see these confections in a square, but she decided to bake them in a cupcake pan. So they were round and they look so delicious and so divine. And the picture just took off. And I had known of Demi before then, but to other people, it's like they were just introduced to her. Like they just assumed this one baker just came out of nowhere. She made one post and then bam, it took off. But one of the things I noticed was that caused a lot of other bakers to get shiny object syndrome when it came to Brookies. For those next few months, everybody and their mama was trying to do Brookies, make Brookies. And granted, Brookies are nothing new under the sun. It's just how she decided to reinvent the wheel. But when we talk about shiny object syndrome and how to know if you have it, I said one of the things is you find yourself comparing versus clapping. One of the things that I didn't like is that on that actual post of Demi's, they had bakers, other bakers around the world who were tagging their clients who saw the picture. And their clients might have been saying, oh, this is delicious. Oh, way to go. Oh, these are beautiful. And rather than them saying, Yes, or congrats, which is what we should say when we see another person succeed. They were on her post, literally pitching themselves to try to get business. Poaching themselves to try to get business. Oh, I could do this. I could do this. You don't have to go to her. You can call me. You can come here. I'm like, wow, the audacity. Are you serious? But then I had to realize for so many people, because they're unhappy with the results that they're getting in life and with how their business is going, rather than clapping for the next woman, they're busy trying to compete with the next woman, trying to compare with the next woman. And so when you find yourself, and don't worry, I don't expect you to quickly raise your hand and say, ooh, that's me. But let me tell you something right now. As I'm talking, those words are reiterated in your soul because you can run from everybody else around you, but you cannot hide bullshit from your own self. So when you find yourself in a state of comparing versus clapping for the next woman, that's usually how you get shiny object syndrome because you're looking at someone's year five and you're comparing it to your year one. And so that's one of the ways to tell if you have or if you struggle with shiny object syndrome. Another way that you can tell if you have or if you struggle with shiny object syndrome is if you're a person that has a long list. All right, chef, in, 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 in the year to come, the year that's coming up, I'm going to do it. This is going to be the year that I'm going to make macaroons and I'm going to do pop-ups and I'm going to finally get a website. Oh, and then I'm also going to make pound cakes. Oh, and then I'm going to start shipping too. And then I'm going to make cake jars and I'm going to make bread because I saw somebody else made bread and they made a whole lot of money with that. Oh, and then on top of that, I'm going to turn all around and then I'm going to start teaching classes too. And so you have this long list. Oh, don't forget acrylics. And you're going to start using your Cricut or your Glowforge and you're going to do this. You have a long list of stuff to do. And if you've had that exact same long list 
for more than two months and nothing on that list has been scratched off, then that's a clear indicator that you suffer from shiny object syndrome. And you say, well, chef, how is that possible? Because what happens is that you're creating a list. And what I notice with a lot of people is that it's really easy to get comfortable feeling like you're busy. But when the work that we give ourselves to stay busy never gets scratched off, when a task never gets completed, when an item never gets seen through to the end, when you're always amazing at starting something, but you can't finish it, when you have so many ideas that you tend to actually do nothing because you can't pick one thing, that is what's known as analysis paralysis. And so now your shiny object syndrome, not only have you got turned on and excited and your imagination and your creativity has gone off about all the things you could be doing in your baking business, but now you're actually staying stagnant because you're really not doing shit because it's so much easier to create this long laundry list of all the stuff we want to do, but we don't do. And then we're not consistent with what we're trying to do because we're stuck in shiny object syndrome. It's like, I meet so many chicks who wanna get married. People fantasize about the wedding and the marriage and the this and the that. But yet when they have issues going on inside themselves as women, they don't wanna work on the things that they need to work on in order to prepare themselves to receive a spouse. Having a baking business, I find for a lot of people is like that. Everyone wants to call themselves, I'm a boss. I'm building a brand. Right. You a boss. What's your website? Oh, I don't have a website. But you just said you were a boss. Right. Everyone wants to focus on the wedding, the bells and the whistles. But no one wants to show up and do the day to day activity that's needed in order to grow the business. So if you suffer from any of those things, that can be a clear indication that you have shiny object syndrome. All right. So I don't want to leave you hanging. I do want to tell you it's OK. And so today what we're going to go over is now that you realize you got it and hell, you might have not even needed me to tell you that you have shiny object syndrome. Chances are, you know it. It happens in the bacon industry all the time. We see a new pan scraper. Oh, I got to have that. Never made a cake, but you just have to have this new pan thing. We see a new projector for stickers, for uh, stencils and cookies. Oh, I got to get that. And then we hop over here. You never even baked a cookie in your life, but now all of a sudden you want to edit or you want to glow for it, or you want a projector. And what happens is that every time we react to something, we're always reacting to something that we see. We don't hone in and focus on the path and the goals that we set out for ourselves. So one of the first things that I want you to do is number one, is know what you want. And this is going to sound so corny and it's going to sound so simple, but for a lot of people, it's not. The reason why I say know what you want, because chances are I meet so many people that start a baking business and they don't have a business plan. They don't have anything written down. They don't have a two-year vision, a three-year vision, a five-year vision. When I ask them, what is it that you want? Their answer is simple. I just want to make money. So some people have a hustle mentality. And if that's you, if you're a hustle or a hustler, then, hey, I'm not knocking your hustle. 
But then there are other people who want to design a legacy. They want to leave something for their children. Their business actually means something to them and has a mission. One of my students, Megan, I was watching her this week on social media as she was going throughout her town and she was actually collecting to give. She's a home baker, but part of her mission was that she wanted to give and actually pour back into her community. When I talk to so many other bakers, they don't have a mission statement. They don't know their values. They don't have a three-year plan or a five-year plan. So the reason why I tell you to write something down is, number one, if you're a believer, because we're told to write the vision and make it plain. Number two, because one of my favorite parables is where there is no vision, the people perish. So I'm not asking you to buy anything fancy. This can be with a Dollar Tree notebook. But I really want you to write down who is it that you want to be. And I'm going to give you a little example of what this looks like. I'm actually going to tell you what I have written down. One of the things that I desire to be is I desire to be one of the, if not the, I'll say one of the, I'll say the, because I'm cocky, the leading home, it's the word home, the leading home bakery business coach in America. Now, it used to be the world, but I paused because once I actually started to teach people in other countries and stuff like that. Sometimes there's a disconnect. Laws are a little different. I even ran across one young lady where in her law, you can only sell from home if you are a licensed chef. I was like, oh, damn, that's cool. Right. So to hone it on in, I was like, all right, God, make me the leading bakery business coach in the United States. I could deal with the United States. Right. There's millions of people that that allows me to touch. And so right now I want you to write And for my business, it also used to look like I want to be one of the leading home bakery businesses in Louisiana, but I accomplished that goal. And again, I'm not bragging or boasting. If you're new to me, you can definitely Google my name. Trust me when I tell you that is something that I have accomplished. I made sure that I was featured in every single news article that we ever had in my state. I made sure that I participated in any single event that we ever had in our city. I made sure that I ranked on Google so that I could receive phone calls. So I was always pushing myself to be the number one home baker in Baton Rouge. So I'm asking you, what is your vision? What does that look like? I want to be the leading what? I want to be successful as what? And can I tell you something? Can you go for it? Don't write down what you see other people are being successful at. Write down what's true to you. You know, I tell this story all the time. When I first started off, it was with pound cakes. And I know a lot of people will say, how is that possible? A pound cake, you know, that's just a 40 or $50 purchase. That's not going to get you to, to, to six figures. You have to do this. You have to do that. Don't write down what you feel people are telling you that you have to do to be successful. Write down from your heart what it is that you want to do. I never wanted to touch uh gum paste and sugar flowers and all that. And I'm not knocking the person who does. Maybe you're on the other end listening to this and that is what you want. But what I'm saying is that believe in your heart that you can accomplish what you want. I don't care if you don't even see how it's possible. Because I can tell you there are so many things in life that I never saw possible for myself. And sometimes I have to remind myself, girl, are you crazy? Do you know who you are? Do you know what God has blessed you with? Do you know you're the child of a king? Half of the stuff I have written down years ago that I wanted to accomplish, I've already done it, if not once, minimum three times. 
I remember my first time writing down, I would love to be on TV. I want to be on TV with my desserts. Fast forward now, I've been blessed to be published over 70 different times, from news articles to radio to magazines to anything. So trust me when I tell you, it will come to pass. But if you don't write it down, you don't have anything to check in with. You don't have anything to hold you accountable. And you don't have anything to look at every single day. You know, part of my writing down when I tell myself um, I'm the leading home bakery business coach in the United States, right underneath that, I also have, in order to stay that way, I have to. And the reason why I'm saying that is because anybody can get a position, but not everybody could keep a position. Just like if you're on your job, you may pray for a position. And guess what? Maybe somebody somebody else is praying for that position and shiny object syndrome comes in. And now you see and you want something else. So I always remind myself in order to get what it is I want, what do I have to do? And then that's when I break down all the things like what I'm doing now. I have to show up. (laughs) I have to serve. I have to record podcast episodes, even when it's pouring down raining, and I'd much rather be sipping tea and making love to my husband or reading some type of erotic novel. I got to show up and record this shit and put it out. I have to be kind. I have to answer my DMs. I have to share with people. I have to open up before I get people to buy from me. I have to get them to know me and to trust me. And guess what? I'm so competitive and I want to be so great at what I do that I have to love people enough to send them to my competition when I'm not the answer. Because part of me wanting to be the best home bakery business coach in the world is me wanting to change the lives of millions. And I understand that maybe people don't like my style. I cuss. I know I cuss. I'm a Southern girl. So I have to love you enough to send you to Tasha or send you somewhere else (laughs) and be okay with that. And I still think that makes me a leader because I still helped you even when I wasn't the answer for help. So my first question to you is write down what it is you want to do, but then next write down what do you have to do in order to get to where you want to be? Because it's so easy to just write down, I want to be six figures. I want to be a six-figure baker in your city. Great. Now, how the hell is that going to happen? Because when you see someone else succeeding at something, And shiny object syndrome kicks in. Here you are getting ready to go give out samples to them real estate offices. Hey, I'm looking cute today. Going to go give out samples. And you pull up social media. Damn. This girl that won Best Baker again. She's an American cake decorating magazine again. And you go down a rabbit hole with shiny object syndrome. I could do that. I could do that. And now you've stopped what it was that you planned on doing, which was going out in your community, giving out samples, because now all of a sudden something else has caught your eye and you're ready to do it. So that's why I said number one is to write down the vision, know what it is that you want to do, and then also write down what is your game plan of how you're going to compete, complete that vision. Excuse me. Number two is when you do get tempted because temptation will come, the devil will come. Oh, look at you working hard on that path working towards everything God has for you. I see you. Let me knock you off that real quick. Then here comes temptation. You have to remind yourself, will this help me get to my goal? If the answer is yes, look at your plan, check it, adjust it. If the answer is no, 
then you really have to pause and say, you know what? Right now, Father, give me a spirit of discernment. Help me to stay on my path. Help me to stay working towards the things that I know I can fulfill if I just continue to show up and do the work. And y'all, that's hard. Because for all of us, we live in a society where everybody wants instant gratification. But think about it like this. You would never go in the kitchen and you would never bake a cupcake or a cake without having a recipe, right? So why is it that you show up to business and you do the same? You look to build a business without having any steps, without knowing what to do. And then when you show up with no steps, no plan, and you see someone else winning or someone else doing this or someone else trying this, you now have shiny object syndrome. And because you have no plan, which was tip number one was to write your own plan. Here we go again, playing bullfrog, hopping around, do si from one thing to the next thing. So just keep that in mind. It's so easy for me to give people a recipe. I met a young lady all the time and I have a business membership and she told me she wasn't interested in learning business. She just wanted my recipe for a pound cake. And I said, well, here, baby, I passed it along and typed it and she did it. Because she was assuming that if we were in the same city and I gave her that exact same pound cake, that she was going to be booked just like I was. And it didn't work like that. And I told her, anybody can have my recipe. That doesn't mean you'll have my sauce. You won't have my execution. You won't have my style. You don't have my marketing behind it. You don't know the source of where I get my orders from because the minute I try to teach you ways and things besides social media, you're just like, eh, don't want to hear it. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but no one wants to work on the good days, on the bad days, when you get set back, when you don't set back. The minute we go a week or a day without an order, rather than sitting down and testing and looking at our analytics and saying, huh, how can I be better? What did I do? What am I not doing? Who can I invest in to help me? We're just ready to have a pity party and throw in the towel. Until we scroll again, see something someone else is doing, and then hop on that. So again, when those things start to pop up, ask yourself, will this align with the goals that I said I already have for my business? And then lastly, does this yield an ROI, meaning a return on investment? Once you look at all these big ideas you have, and every time you see something coming that's grabbing your attention, ask yourself this, will this give me a return on my investment? Is this going to help me get further along the line of what I said my goals were? I know a lot of times we tend to, like I said, we tend to want microwave results versus delayed gratification. And so sometimes when we look at things that can give us an investment, we look at an investment as something that works immediately. See, I can say give out samples and that can give you an investment. It just can't give you an investment within one hour. And then so often we get pulled off track and we're like, eh, nah, I don't want to do that. I want something that's going to work like, bam, like magic. But the thing is, growing a business, it doesn't take magic. It takes marketing. It takes consistency. It takes belief. It takes drive. It takes ambition. And so when that new thing comes along, is that thing going to plant a seed that's going to later reap you a harvest? Or is that just one more thing that's going to come to throw you off course? 
you know, my neighbor has all these plants and I only have this one little itty bitty plant that I bought a few months ago. And when I bought it, it was so cute. So I have no kids. I just have this plant. And this plant came with specific instructions. I have to water it weekly. I have to give it sunlight. I have to regularly tend to the soil. Then after every so often, you know, I have to repot it. And so me as a new planter, I'm following the directions to the T. I don't want to change the course of how this plant is going to grow because, you know, it, it came with directions. Even when I don't see it growing like I want it to grow, I could look at my neighbor's plant and his plants are just booming. It's like he has a green thumb. They're all over the rail. They're taking over. I'm like, man, his plants look so beautiful. So it could be so easy to just go and to just buy a big plant rather than waiting on my plant to grow. But it can also be so much more fulfilling when I follow the instructions, when I tend to the plant, when I water my own harvest, and when I show up and when I'm able to reap what it is I've sown. Well, that's how it is with shiny object syndrome. It can always be easier to look at what someone else has rather than following the directions that you set aside or that maybe your business coach has told you, rather than planting the seeds, even when you don't see a harvest. When I water that thing, nothing happens to it right then and there. There's, there's no instant gratification. But when I sit back over a week's time and a couple weeks time and a month's time and I see new sprouts coming in, I'm like, yay, that's how it is with a business. When you sign up for MailChimp or MailerLite or whatever email service it is or whatever tip it is someone gives you, when you sign up for that right now, today, bam, you may not get an order. But when you're consistent with emailing your list, when you're consistent with showing up on social media, you can create a social media page today. You can sign up for the next newest thing. Maybe you're on Be Real or TikTok now. You've signed up for it. But until you show up, and you water those seeds, you're not going to plant the harvest. And in the meantime, when you get distracted by seeing a bunch of other things pop up, you'll then likely suffer from shiny object syndrome. So I don't want you to suffer for that. So keep all of these things in mind. And last but not least, my last tip for you is this. When you feel like you're getting shiny object syndrome and you're getting pulled off the course of what it is you want to do in your business and how you want to run your business or how you see other people running theirs, I want you to remember to operate in a spirit of discernment. You know, discernment is such an amazing tool because if we really narrow in on what it is that our goals is and how we want to align our business, discernment can real quick, just through prayer, through meditation, through whatever it is you use, when you really close your eyes and when you really get in tune with, is this something that is pulling me closer to my goals or not? You will really get an answer that's meant to help you. All right, you guys. So that is it. I hope this message really blessed you. Going forward, I don't want to hear anyone suffer from shiny object syndrome anymore. I want you to stay the course. I want you to work on what you need to work on in your business in order to grow. And more than anything, I want you to believe that you can do it. You know, there's no different from your success story and someone else's success story, except the person who is a success probably got knocked down a million times but they got back up a million and one time. 
And so what is meant for you will happen to you. I truly believe that. Don't let things like shiny object syndrome pull you off of the course because I'm a firm believer that the grass is not greener on the other side, honey. The grass is greener where you water it. And I don't want you to fake it till you make it. I want you to believe it until you achieve it. And then take it one step further and show up until you blow up. And I promise you, you will reap the harvest that you want to see in your business if you don't get distracted by shiny object syndrome. All right. If you enjoyed today's message, do me a favor. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. I love meeting you guys and I love talking to you guys as well. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment. I would love to hear from you as well. Thank you guys so much for allowing me this space to come and pour into you guys this week. I hope you continue to have an amazing week. And remember, I'm always here for you. You can tag me at Bacon for Business on Instagram. Thanks so much. Bye for now.